0: Previously, on Knight's Quest.
1: Oh, yes, I am here to uh, fuck up your plans. Yes.
0: We burn the book. Can it be burned? Your middle finger turns into metal. My family's secret that we've been trying to learn who the true hero is so we can abuse the hero...
2: Hi guys, welcome back to let Trust. Um Jim Jamie, oh, is not Jim is not able to make I'm covering for Jim this time. Um he's in, he's in some trouble. No not trouble, uh predicament. Um he'll be back soon. My name my name is Ja my name is Jim. <laughs> that's that's my name is is Jim. Um, I, I was Jayme. gonna say either
3: urchin stitch or meatwad.
2: Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, no, none of those. Uh, it's Jame. He
3: made me in his own image.
1: <laughs> I like that one. It's got more, like, buzz to it. I really like that one, yeah. This is called the Bible. the Bible. It says Bibble. <laughs> you question the word of Jake?
0: <laughs> now, Jame,
2: uh, oh, which,
0: which sounds a lot like Yeah, uh, People tell me that a lot. Uh. Tell me. What's your backstory, man? What's <laughs> what's your deal, dude?
2: Like, what's... well, well, Jed Jed is in trouble with um the the feds, so <laughs> so so he reached out to me from uh de- debtor jail, um, and they asked me to do night's Quest. and what? I, I don't have anything else going on, so I said, what yeah. kind of jail? Debtor, well like, like, for debts. I thought. Oh, I thought you said like uh, debtor like the deader jail
0: like
2: wait like not dead jail deader jail super dead jail yeah, really really dead um that's well been thanks a for nice stepping stress, in so, yeah. Jame but I have a lot of good character ideas uh for Raynor um Raynor is gonna be uh intensely <laughs> sexual
3: <laughs> I think we already have enough of those Jame
2: I thought that's really gonna elevate this show to an eleven, you know.
0: <laughs> Pardon me I there there are two wolves inside
2: you, me right now. What
1: are you doing? What you, get get out of here, James? <laughs> I have told you, no more. No more of this, James, get out. Oh no,
2: oh no, it's found me out, Bye. I like how
0: and okay, scene forget what I was gonna say. because <laughs> I was I was torn between just letting this go on forever
2: and <laughs> shutting it song. down instantly.
0: I had both of those things within me. I wanted both. Of course, yeah. But now I feel like, Jamie, you yeah. have these character voices, and all we get is Jamie's regular voice and yeah. Jamie's regular voice, but Scruffy. Well, it's just I never think of them. I like. Hey, who the hell are you?
3: <laughs> can't keep a good man down. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, no, right, I'm shit. back, baby. If I can't be oh, Rainer, no. I'll be somebody else.
1: Is this Jane?
3: <laughs> Who else do you think it is?
1: Oh no, Jane. James is taking out Jake. I'll be
3: playing the roles of everyone. You guys can go home.
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck the show. Let
3: me s- do a get, scene.
1: How did you get a to a so
0: fast? <laughs> James, do a scene right now. <laughs> do it.
2: Alright.
3: We open up on the forest, and there's lots of people in it for me to voice. <laughs> And the, the first one I'm gonna voice is Salim. And he sounds like this. Hey guys, I'm Salim. And I uh, have a boyfriend. Maybe. God, do gods have, do gods have genders? Is that what they mean by pansexual? He's wrestling with a lot. So, no, demi, demisexual. So then we go over oh, to- like a
2: demigod. I get it. Hey. That's clever. He's still got it. <laughs>
3: Then we go over to uh, Jonathan. <laughs> He's flying right now, so he, really, he can't hear him much. It just sounds like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some music. Playing. <laughs> Wait, Jamie.
0: <laughs> Jamie's <laughs> taking out Jamie, too. He's in both enough, No, that us. wasn't me. That was
1: Jamie, obviously. <laughs> obviously.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Jamie took out Jamie. <laughs> Holy we're like,
3: uh, like triples. We're just multiplying.
0: Well, I guess that's the show now. Um, it's, it's the James
1: show.
3: This is the longest fucking <laughs> cold open. <laughs>
2: uh, it's the worst. I would,
1: I oh would my argue it has been longer. What's the opposite of a fan favorite?
0: A <laughs> Beal. I don't know. I, feel like, I like James. A
3: Beal is the opposite of a fan favorite.
1: No, I like Abele. <laughs> I like Abele more recently.
0: <laughs> We've got drama to deal with today, folks.
1: Another day, another drama, drama.
0: And Jame can't save us now.
3: <laughs> he never could. He never could. <laughs> Jame can't save himself. I was supposed no. to save anybody else.
0: I thought <laughs> you were about to go back into James. Okay. <laughs> well, today we're going to focus on our on our main party because there's a lot of stuff they got to deal with. Oh, yeah. So that's where we're going to be today. And um, let's just get some time under our belt. Let's get things moving as they've been traveling through the jungle. Because, again, we got to get to the end of the season. So we're just going to... We're just gonna cruise. Yeah. The party with a hostage held Leroy, yeah, uh, is moving through the Orwell of jungle, moving up uh, into the mountains. And let's just—we're not gonna roll dice. We're not gonna look yeah, at each yeah. day. We're just gonna say as they're journeying, and I have a place where they're gonna stop. As they're journeying, what are the things that everyone's just doing? We won't do any yeah. scenes. Just like yeah. describing what people are doing.
3: Eloise and Gorg are having the kinds of conversations that normal courting people would have uh, Mm. (laughs) that just haven't come up. Like, what's your favorite color? Who's your favorite golf ball player? Those kinds of questions that, like, Mm. have not been relevant to the general party, but, like, now they're relevant, you know? Mm.
0: They're being intentional with the conversation. Yeah,
3: they're they're finding Uh out, you know, do their Zodiac signs match up? If not, who cares? You know?
1: (laughs) Oh my God! Is there a Palladium Zodiac,
3: Nathan? <laughs> what is there a Palladium Zodiac?
1: I'm gonna go with. I don't need to know what it is.
3: I just need <laughs> to know if there is one.
0: I'm gonna say because I do like constellations and months and time stuff. I'm gonna go yes. Cool. There is, and there are. Ah, oh, damn! I rolled a d20 uh, and there's 12. So that's kind of wow. That well, serendipitous, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, it's 12 months in the year.
0: I guess there's still 12 Zodiacs. You just can, can't escape There that. you go. Hmm. Wow. That's how Zodiac works.
3: Yeah, no matter where you are, there's always 12 Zodiacs. Yeah. Uh, Eloise was born under the sign of the stag.
0: Sure. Cool. Which which Grog, of course, called the Trujas.
3: Yes. Oh, sure. Yes. sure yeah. And yeah. they have a chuckle about that.
0: Yep, they have a chuckle. <laughs> and Grog was born under what Eloise knew as the candle. Cool. But he
1: knew it as... The the YU no he's not from the Beacon duh never mind but it
0: could still be a it could still YU. be a YU those trees okay.
3: exist yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah 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 okay it, it looks like that it's up and something on top constellations are hard to see you know they, <laughs> they haven't unified that across the globe yet but yeah I think they're being oh,
3: coupling. night's quest conspiracy theorists you know Shit. it's no more flat Palatum. <laughs> It's been confirmed. It's canon. Oh, it is a, no. a spherical planet. It's a globe. We're gonna
1: have to cancel the Flat Palatum conference. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I'm being honest, Sorry, guys. Yeah, I have this is a little te- I have waffled with it being flat
1: or round, so I'll just say that. I mean, there's there's we got Discworld, so it's not like there's no precedent.
3: Never mind, conspiracy theorists, you can stay.
0: Grog, <laughs> and Eloise are being yeah. couple. I think I think they hold hands. Aww. I think Grog probably holds
3: Eloise's hand. Yeah, I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's <laughs> like a, possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she can hold his hand. Well, I'm, I'm saying she's like small a small she's
3: a. Well, it's not about height; it's like finger size.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. So they're not like clasped together. Yeah, he is literally has his hand around hers. Yeah, her hand can go in Grog's <laughs> yes. hand. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I, perfect. I'm perfect. All right. Yeah. So that's Grog and Eloise. They're being coupled They're being
1: cute. They're being intentional. Rainer is. Ranger's pretty shaken up. He's pretty obvious. Like, obviously, the situation is not 100% about him, but from one perspective, like, Jonathan left. Leroy had this whole thing happen, and he's just really, really on edge lately, and he's trying to distract himself by more conversations with Bjorn back in Mm. Goldon. Yes. and for the sake of moving story along, I'm gonna say these ones are not super important, there's nothing earth-shattering in these ones, we can certainly have one later where stuff does happen, but these ones for this first little leg of the journey, I don't think he has, like, Here's a grand answer I've given you, son. They're just catching up about stuff. Yes.
0: In general, they're just trying to get more clues about yeah who about the writer's the assistant. Writer's assistant is, and I think just some general details that probably come up is that you know they're trying to investigate who's who's doing what. Noble Mincer has not shown up um in town like for weeks. Oh yeah. I've yeah. seen him. Tanner and Taylor have returned from their honeymoon. They're back. Nice, some good news, yeah. I think Bjorn does ask you who are the other people that you wanted details on.
1: Our reader, maybe? Oh, yes. Sa- nope, Salazar is not in Goldon anymore. I believe Terrence um, was one. We could we could go for Terrence. Oh, I gotta remember my season one. Uh, the um, Cabbage Man? Yes, Oliver, yes. Oliver, oh my yeah. god,
0: we gotta ask about Oliver. The details on those names listed are Thank you. the reader is in town. Bjorn had to specifically go to the library to check that and he was there but he was doing a lot of reading about writerism stuff and hero stuff so that was of note. Terrence, Terrence has been giving Bjorn trouble like okay. always but <laughs> Bjorn feels like it's been different. Bjorn feels like he's been cutting in more slack lately so Bjorn brings that up. He's like Terence's. is okay. Uh, Terrence is uh, he gives me trouble. But he's also like, we have real conversations, too. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, that's, that's that, And, of course, he says he totally forgot to look for Oliver. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> so he'll get back to you
0: on that one. Oh, okay. So that's what he says. So that's the end of that. I think
1: Trouble. I do have one for Trouble. Trouble and Nabeel. I just want to say this. I think okay. they work on him learning how to read. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Is it OP if I try to squeeze in the second thing? Or Sure,
0: no, go for it, yeah.
1: I want Trouble to ask Eloise a little bit about how skilled she is with fighting, because during the heinous fight, she was extremely fast. She went first a couple of times, mm-hmm. and she was, like, dodging and stuff, and that's something he's a little worried about, especially if he can't hear as well as he used to. He's, like, he's really nervous that if he's not, like, at his absolute peak in terms of moving quickly that stuff is going to be a problem right Mm. so i like the idea of him asking her if he can like work on i don't know footwork i guess i'm trying to think of like what would help somebody become more agile and more fast
3: um okay if that's Um, something
1: we can't necessarily put into like extra stats and experience points i get it because this is sort of out of the blue i mean eloise does does have something Okay. Oh, I, nice. I don't
3: know. I don't know if it translates mechanically, but, um, That's fine. she says, Go for it. okay. So I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but in a fight, you can feel the opponent's intentions. And it's not like feel isn't the right word. It's after working with Grog and the trainers, you notice, you notice things. And it's not just what you hear. You can see their their facial expressions, where their eyes go, their 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 Mm. foot stance, their breathing, there are so many factors, and and there's some that aren't tangible. There's just there's a sense you get. I mean, there's been times that I've felt people presence behind me, and I have no way of knowing why they would be there, but I just know. And just trying to tap into that, I mean, you've got instincts, right? I yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah.
3: I would say don't. Worry so much about trying to hear everything. Try and, I mean, in a fight anyway, try and notice the other stuff.
1: Trouble trouble is like, he's like wrapped. Uh, this did not come up in his training with the educator or anything. So like this is genuinely new to him. And he is absolutely, if, if he could be writing this down, he would be writing this down, right? I think
0: i think we can do a roll for this.
1: Okay. Uh, what oh, is yeah. your current, uh, what is
0: Trouble's current dexterity? That's a two. I okay. guess he
1: already does have a check in fancy feet, but I still felt like it makes it made sense in the story to bring it up.
0: Well, I think we can try to bump up decks in general. What is his intelligence?
1: His intelligence is also a two.
0: Okay, I want you to roll intelligence because okay. you're being taught like a like a knowledge skill from Eloise. So okay. roll. Uh, it's going to be a difficulty three because you're trying to get it up to a three, um, but I think you get a boost from Eloise teaching love that so see if you can overcome the odds is what we're trying to see and if you succeed you will get training experience
1: what do we got what do we got <laughs> oh god damn it that's everything canceled out that's a perfectly blank failure
0: <laughs> <Ugh>.
1: <laughs> oh man
0: i mean he, that's, he a, could, that's yeah. a hard
3: thing to translate through words that's that's fair yeah. yeah
0: i think it's one of those things where like maybe part of it could be yeah, you know hearing and it. you didn't hear everything but i think more of it is like you're trying it out but you're just not quite it's one of those things you need to experience yeah. you need to experience it to yeah. see it and yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. in any of those situations he's he, it's
1: it's something he's going to come back to he's not giving up on
0: it yeah. so yeah i think this could definitely be something in the next fight he can try to use it and then yeah. that'll be something to
1: down, play off write down i'm right i'm writing down a new move I'm writing down a new move. If he can't use it yet, that is okay. But for now, I want the move to be there.
0: So, yeah, I think that's that's trouble. And, of course, yeah, back to Abiel teaches him how to read. He's still learning, but he's got, like, the basics. So, like, they just started yeah. with some simple... Uh, what language do you think... Probably everyone else's language, right?
1: What I said in the conversation with Abiel that I kind of need to hold to it now that I've said it and it's canon now, bitch. Um, what I said is that he... <laughs> I had trouble say, I can kind of read Terevian, but I'm going to need to know this language because that's what everyone would yeah. be speaking and yeah. writing if it was ever a situation where I can't hear it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yep. So they started with everyone else's language, yep. learning just some key letters and phrases. Yeah. Yeah. So they can communicate those most importantly. Right. I would agree. What's Quis doing? Um, Not much,
3: honestly. Um, Quiz is not talking much. He mm-hmm. is distancing himself as much as possible from Leroy and I think it's probably really painful at times because Mm -hmm. like they don't take up a lot of space when they camp at night but he tries to be as far on the opposite side of camp from him but he does Uh, not take his eyes off of him Well, (laughs) and I'm sure Leroy probably tries to engage but Quiss is just not giving him the time of day yeah
0: I feel like Leroy, the first day, maybe even day or two, he's still kind of trying to fight it. Like, I I feel like they, like, came up with a system where they, like, tied him to Grog's back or something. (laughs) Yeah. Where, like, Grog can still (laughs) do his stuff, but Leroy's on there. So, like, first day or two, he's like, come on, let me go. Uh, We don't need to do this. Just give me the book. But then he kind of, like, realizes it's not, it's just not worth it. So, he's just kind of, like, traveling with him. And maybe there (laughs) were discussions of, like, can we leave him, but... I think yeah. both between Grog and and Rainer and Gwiltar, they were like,
1: nah. It's we're trumping it's, that. It's it's weird and kind of sad to picture it, but I feel like most of our characters probably aren't talking to him. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't, you know? It's such a weird, tense situation now. I'm I'm not saying everybody has the the difficult emotions that Quiz does, but I think there is a sense of like. I guess I better stay away from Leroy now for at least my two characters, if not everybody.
3: I do think that adds some tension to Eloise and Grog's conversations. Yeah. Is there's there's always a nagging, like, he's right there. Like, they can't get away from him. (laughs) Yeah. And they can't really ignore him either.
0: I think maybe, like, when they set up camp, he'll, like, set him down and maybe... (laughs) Um, Someone else watches him when they maybe have more private talks then, but yeah, it's kind of present and, well, kind of annoying. (laughs)
1: It's weird that we have to carry him everywhere like a piece of luggage.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think he definitely asked during the first few sake talkie calls to talk to his parents, but everyone's like, no, absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) Not if they're the ones who started this, so. And Grilta's just leading the charge, staying out of the drama. That's how she is.
1: I have something I'm a little curious about. Is Leroy still, does anyone remember, is Leroy still wearing the machine, the LMI? LMI? I thought it was, like, in him. I thought it was, like, a part of him. I want to say it was, like, a little headset, kind of.
0: It was, so the LMI, they shaved his hair. It's not, like, implanted in him, but it was, like, form-fitted. Okay. Uh, It, like, branched off from his ear, kind of went off the side of his head. So his hair has grown back a little bit. Um, so you don't see it as much. He's still wearing it, but he doesn't okay. need it really anymore because he got, it kind of unlocked most of the Mirgic and all the memories back at the end of season two. Yeah. It's kind of why we haven't mentioned it because like
1: they kind of came back. That being the case, I would like to have trouble ask Abiel a quick question. Okay. There's no, there's no easy way to bring this up. So you remember the, the floor of the arch where Leroy got that memory thing that's on his head now? No. <laughs> no, we found you him in the desert you weren't there you no. were not there yet I was not a human yet I have been to the gate though okay long story short Leroy got this weird machine on his head that was supposed to bring his memories back yes. I think it kinda did a little bit great Um, That's good I guess so like I don't know after all the weird shit that went down what if I like I mean you you know some things about magic from Tarive. if I like wrestled it off his head do you think it would like take some of those weird magic shit away from him if he can't remember
2: Mm. it anymore.
0: Mm. I'm gonna have Abil roll for lore which he's pretty good at. I just want to see if he knows about memory magic so I'm gonna make that a difficulty 3 magic. Just cause I don't know if he knows this so that's why I want to oh
1: he. I can't believe I forgot that Abil wasn't there.
0: I mean that's pretty um on brand. That's pretty on brand for Abil Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
3: Well normally it's that we're forgetting he is there <laughs> uh, right now now he's there all the
0: time we don't know what okay. mm. yeah uh three successes two advantages
1: what oh my god yeah.
0: he's like oh yes i uh, uh memory magic uh, yes that's uh
1: i I remember now
0: <laughs> thats uh, <laughs> a quite stupid uh, joke. A, a dangerous a dangerous uh type of magic I have not uh, dealt with it myself though uh Many have claimed that I've been cursed by it, but... Uh, Oof. No, I... I would say that this device is a limited m- memory indicator, or lost memory, and I don't quite know. Uh, but it just... Okay. Rem- tells him when he has lost a memory, but when he remembers, that is of his own strength. So... Uh, okay. I don't think it is supplying the memories, I think it's just a, a signal...
1: So, um, uh, okay,
0: gotcha. Is that I will say that was a success. The two advantages will be, but I do think uh, you are on the right track. That uh, if he had not remembered all of this murgic stuff, I think he would have stayed the uh, fun, annoying uh, bread guy and not the uh, uh, mischievous, plotting bread guy.
1: I don't know, I don't really know. Him, but you know, Quiss and Raynor seem pretty torn up about it, so I don't know. I was kind of picturing me going in just like grabbing it off his head and being like the oh, I say I did it, I brought old Leroy back, uh, I guess that's not really it's not really gonna happen
0: I think i uh, and this is the other advantage he says, I think unfortunately, this is the old Leroy,
1: oh fuck, dude, I got chills. did you like rehearse that? no
0: i uh, just that was uh, really good thank you out there uh, trying to get better at being dramatic but not being dramatic
1: yeah you know? no i gotcha i gotcha it's better when people don't expect it yes thank you all right so that's everyone's that's the, uh, that's travel the stuff. very helpful conversation <laughs> you're welcome everybody
0: you're welcome so i've been traveling through the jungle uh yep. and as i've been traveling it's been getting a lot cooler um heading the
3: fucking trees have sunglasses. <laughs> Everyone's doing kickflips.
1: <laughs> Nobody's ratting you out for drugs. Nobody's doing <laughs> drugs. That's right. Cause drugs are Two cool. definitions
0: of cool were just dropped here. Um, <laughs> you know what? All jokes are canon. There's definitely a bird that looks like it has sunglasses. No. Like that's okay. the feather pattern. Fuck. Okay. I'll we'll make that. I'll give you that.
3: And it's going to be the Throckmorton.
0: The Throckmorton? Yes. That's Where that? That's heard what it's that? going to be named. Where have I heard that word?
3: It's a fucking textbook about my cousin Throckmorton.
2: <laughs> it was <laughs> yes, like a school textbook this. story
3: <laughs> and the internet ran away with it. And, like Throckmorton was like the coolest fucking person in the world.
1: <laughs> and the response is just like, "I'm sorry, my cousin who now?" <laughs> I forgot about this.
0: This is perfect, and I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run with this.
1: Oh, so they look like little raccoon birds. Oh, it's yeah. yeah, so cute. Throckmorton
3: could shred that.
1: The Throckmorton. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna say, uh, Grilta will highlight this to you that there's. She says there's three different types of of Throckmortons. <laughs> oh no. Um, you you start by seeing the little ones that are like yeah. sparrow or robin sized. Okay. And then eventually you see some bigger ones that are like turkey sized. Yeah. The small ones are called Canopy Throckmortons. Right. The medium ones are called Ground Throckmortons. Right. And then she says there are some big ones, like, and she goes like this, you know, like, they're, like, yeah. bigger than me, like, probably, like, two orcs tall. Yeah. And she calls them Mountain Throckmortons.
1: Yeah, but we, c- we can't get those yet because you can only evolve them with a moonstone.
0: <laughs> Shut. <laughs> Don't even remind me about moonstones. Those annoying pieces of... Anyway,
1: it just okay. sounded like really specifically.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Real quick, do you want to hear the problem from the textbook? It's not long.
0: Sure. <laughs> I mean, cousin, this, is, this is canon now. Let's, let's yeah, get our origins yeah. at Your least.
3: cousin Throckmorton skateboards <laughs> from rest down a curved, frictionless ramp. If we treat Throcky and his skateboard as a particle, he moves through a quarter circle with a radium R equals 3M. Hell
2: Throcky yeah. Throcky
3: and his skateboard <laughs> have a total mass of 25 kilograms. Find his speed at the bottom of the ramp.
2: Oh my god, There's Throcky. a second one.
3: <laughs> Your cousin Throckmorton is playing with the clothesline. One end of the clothesline is attached to a vertical post. Throcky holds the other end <laughs> loosely in his hand, so the speed of the waves in the clothesline is a relatively slow 0.740 ms per second. Love he it. finds several frequencies at which he can oscillate his end of the clothesline <laughs> so that the light clothespin, 43 centimeters from the post, does not move.
0: Oh, okay. All right, questions, it's a, it's if you can solve... Plan. If you could solve those physics equations, you win...
3: And don't look up the answers, we'll know.
0: You you win Throckmorton's respect. Okay. So they're climbing up the mountain, and it's getting colder. You've forced me to limit my my adjectives again. And as they ascend, the foliage around them changes. Jake, are you sharing
1: the screen? Jake! (laughs) Jake! (laughs) It's just a picture of a guy playing a saxophone while on a skateboard. That's a longboard on the longboard decked out with a helmet and knee pads because safety is the coolest thing of all Yeah, I think, I think Jake and
0: Jamie have invented a new sport which What's is that? how to interrupt Nathan's <laughs> scene descriptions in the most annoying ways possible in the most
1: unrelated to Night's Quest ways possible yeah,
0: yeah. anyway attempt yeah. attempt 3 attempt 3 as you are ascending the mountains the foliage around you we're Is sending quit- the mountains where? Shut- did you... Did you- <laughs> I like how the second I started talking, both of you started giggling like children. Oh, like, you <laughs> <up and> you <laughs> said you guys are sending the mountains. Where no, I didn't. Are I
3: said you were ascending.
0: The- oh. Ascending. Alright. Okay, I'm going to watch every word I say. Sorry. Okay. No. You, the party, are ascending the mountains, and as you do so, the foliage... And the plant life around you, of course, changes. You don't get these, you know, pompadoof trees anymore. Yeah. Or the snuggle leaves. But instead, you oh, get yeah. hardier trees. I'm not saying they're not like pine trees. Um, but they do seem to be of have smaller yeah. leaves.
1: Yeah, as the air gets less humid and stuff, I'm sure. Yes,
0: yes. Of course, it gets chillier. And eventually, you got to start busting out the coats. And after even a couple days, eventually... You see some light snowfall, which for many of you is the first time you've seen snow. <laughs> for hey. all the terevians uh, for sure. And I'm going to say Grok hasn't seen snow in person before. This is a right. wet dream. He was talking about this. It's only snowed a little bit in Glenwood. It's pretty warm there, too.
1: I think Trouble's like, oh, I from, from the way you guys described it, I thought it was going to be black. What? Why would it be Why would it be black? I don't know. It's just, you guys talked about it. You never said it would be white. Huh. No one told, no one said snow was white at any point? None of us told, none of us said that it was going to be white. I feel like that's something we would have. I don't think so. Oh, wait. You might have, and I, I didn't. Anyway, moving on. Um, and
3: you
0: move on. Yeah.
3: Uh, interesting little tidbit. Um, deaf people who eventually get, like, like a, if they choose to get, like, a cochlear implant or regain some some form of hearing, if they've yep. been deaf since birth, often their first, one of their first comments is they're surprised that the sun doesn't make a noise. Whoa. Because Whoa. having Whoa. not heard anything and there's this giant ball of gas in the sky, uh, they assume that it makes a noise.
0: Right.
1: Oh, that is terrifying
0: to think about.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, if the fun sun fact, did make a noise
0: The sun in Night's Quest Shut it makes fuck it, up It makes a noise now
3: <laughs> And can we get Can you break me off a little piece of that What does that sound
0: like a Piece of that Kit Kat bar yeah, so the, Break again, me off a piece re- of that
3: fancy feast
0: You know what I'm going to do Here's what I'm going to do right now <laughs> Yeah. And this is going to save my ass so many more times Sure. Uh, Jake I'm just leaving the background noise on In your room for this little bit right here <laughs> Oh, excellent! <laughs> no, not that one. The sound that your computer just makes. No, don't move I, the mic closer. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. This has been so fun experiments it. to play with Nathan's Audacity file. <laughs> Thank you. This has been
3: fun experiments to play with Audacity. Can you say <laughs> it again while not
0: moving your microphone? Say what again? This has been fun experiments playing with audacity. This is how to be
3: audacious.
0: Yeah, with me. So anyway, the characters they don't yeah. notice it because it's just a sound that happens. I guess only during the day, though. It's just the day sound, but no one really talks about it. <laughs>
1: some trouble.
0: The hum of Trouble's day.
1: Like ah, finally some peace and quiet.
2: <laughs> the hum of
0: day has gone away.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm just going to come out and say it. That's an unexpected side effect of the
1: whole hearing thing. Yeah. Trouble can't hear the terrifying, shitty sun anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The sun hum. The sun hum. Yeah, it's a documented scientific phenomena. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we're going up that mountain. Yeah. Running up that hill. And after about two days of being like in the mountains, I mean, you've gotten pretty high up now. Uh, Grilta leads you and says that you're going to be setting up camp in a specific location. And as you near the end of the day, and you've all got your coats on because it's chilly, you see uh, as you turn around one of the 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 ridges in the cliff, uh, you see a fort with dark stone walls. Oh hell um, yeah! Okay, all laden with snow. Um, and as you get closer, you can tell that it is definitely abandoned. Right, there is nobody oh. here. Um, there's been no activity. There's no banners waving. There's no sounds of people moving. Um, and you enter in through a clearly broken down gate. Uh, it's been smashed for some reason. And when you enter into the fort, you can see that there are doors, some of them still well made. There's a couple that have are either bashed down or were never there to begin with. Yeah. And there's just snow. There's a blanket of snow on the top of all of the walls and the battlements. You know, there's a couple of towers. It's not like huge or massive, but it's big enough that you could, you know, probably house an entire battalion or small army here. You see that there there are some as you walk around. Just again, the, there's an open center space uh, between the walls and the, the larger towers, which are facing down the mountain. Um, as if that's the area they're trying to protect there are some crates yeah. or barrels but many of them are destroyed or just barely peeking out from the snow the only other thing that is definitely of interest as you can see in the center of this open courtyard is what appears to be like a dark purple tube that seems to stick out of the ground and then come back down and there is no snow on top of it or around it uh, and as your party gets closer, Grilta leads you to this area. Oh, you boy. can tell that it is it is warmer. That this tube, is, this dark purple tube, is warmer. And as you get closer, you can see that there is a soft pinkish uh... glow coming from from out of it. It's not like bright bright that you're blinded, okay. but you can tell that when night falls, that it will provide a soft magenta light over this space, and also heat, and also a little bit of heat that. Grilta says, "All right, we're gonna be setting up camp right here, uh, by this root. The what now? Okay. Uh, uh, root. This is one of the roots of the heart of anima that crawls through the mountains. Oh,
3: oh, that's a literal thing.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I was gonna say, oh no, I think it's something alive, and it was gonna be this whole dramatic thing, but I, I guess if it's a root, that makes sense. That it literally is alive. Yeah." Huh.
0: Quiz goes to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So obviously it feels warm. It's not hot. It's not, it doesn't burn you. Um, yeah. I couldn't cook anything on this, but it is warm, especially against you know the cold winter air. Not winter, just mountain air that you've been against. Um, and I will say, you know, if he had, let's say, he'd maybe used a spell that day or whatever, his DP is restored. Whoa. Yeah. Not it... instantly? But like as his hand warms up, he feels his his anima fill, too. How does that make him feel? Uh, makes him feel good. Makes him feel refreshed. Mm. And I don't want to say, like, full, like, bloated, but full, like, ah. Wow. It was a good, okay. was a good meal, but not in his
1: tummy, like, in his
3: <laughs> his for, for the soul.
1: Yeah, in his soul, yeah. He feels feels full. Did you say it goes out of the ground and then back in, so it'd be kind of like an arc?
0: Yep. And there's just enough room that you could, like, sleep underneath it, but not, like, Maybe crawl, but not stand up underneath. Okay. So, how tall is the whole whole operation? I would say that the root itself is about the height of you guys. Like, okay, the, maybe two of you could wrap your arms around it just barely.
1: Sure. Okay. Charles is gonna climb it, and uh, then he's gonna be a little disappointed because it's not it, it, it's not that much higher off the ground than he when he started, and he's just like, oh, well, I mean. And then he sheepishly gets back off.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Eloise points at one of the guard towers and just kind of, like, elbows him and points.
1: Now, 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 we're talking. Now, this is, this is what we, excellent. Okay, let's do this. Uh, Trouble's gonna go climb it. I think Grilto's gonna say, just as he's
0: walking away, She's like, All right, we're gonna set up camp right here by the route, because it's the warmest spot here. That's why I chose this fortress as our spot for the night. Uh, do be careful Well, I haven't actually been to this fort before Again, I'm a tree knower not mountain knower so just be careful I don't know if there's critters here there might be some mountain Throckmortons around yeah. here they do like uh, Heart of Animal Roots because of their warmth and uh, energy so just be on the lookout so actually trouble if we're going up that thing if you could look out for yeah. any large birds
1: uh-huh. that'd be great I, 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 could, I didn't hear what you said <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she, oh, that's right. She like runs closer. Can you look out for big birds?
1: Okay.
3: Since Grilta is already over by Trouble, Eloise kind of jogs over real quick and points down the mountain, the way that the fort is facing, and yeah. says, "What's down there? That's where we came from." Well, right, but I mean, I suppose you already said you're not Mountain Nora, but what what is this place? Why why is it here?
1: Oh, why is there a fortress here? Can Trouble see any hints about that? Is there, yeah, any, is there anything else from this perspective?
0: Yeah, trouble, roll, searching. Love it. Um, And Eloise, roll, ratiocination, just to see if she can, like, discern from, like, looking around the mountain. I'm going to say both of you, difficulty two. Okay. I don't think it's, uh, big spooky.
1: Searching, searching, searching.
0: And I'll have, even if you fail, I have, like, some tiny info from Grilta.
1: Trouble has... A failure with two advantages.
0: Okay, great. Straight success. Great. Um, we'll start with Eloise. Eloise, as you look around, you can definitely tell, yeah, there's still some, you see a couple weapons hanging up. Again, they're all like rusted and not going to be useful for you guys at all. Maybe she pokes her head in one of the open rooms and you can see, yep, there's a barrack here. It's very obvious that this was just a general purpose military fortification for a defense And she then looks over at the root, and from what she knows about Anima, she puts together it was to defend this root, that this was a valuable point to hold in in the mountains.
3: Does it seem that the fort was built around this? Like, the root isn't
0: the root isn't, like,
3: exploding out and crashing into the floor. It's not protruding from the floor. The fort is is built around this root. As as she looks around,
0: it is very clear that, yeah, it was built around the root as, like, this, not the central point, but, like, a place that is prominent. I'll say with trouble... As he climbs up the tower, he's not really able to see much. I think we'll just go with there's some wind blowing snow so he can't really see very far off in the distance. I will say in his journey to get up to the tower, I'll say one advantage (laughs) is he also found all these weapon racks. And while I'm not going to say any of them are like fantastic, he might be interested in in some of them. And just generic orc weapons. And I'll say another uh, advantage could be That as Trouble is exploring... Again, he notices that most of the hallways are either... You know, there's, like, some rubble. Maybe, like, a hallway collapsed. Or Mm -hmm. there's, like, just generic junk and debris. There are a couple passages that he could explore further as he climbed up to the top of the tower. So I'll give you those Ah, potential leads. Um, But, yeah, Grilta then says... Yeah, you know, I'm not an expert in the military history of Rillian, but I'm well aware that there was a lot of military history. Like wars have been fought. Orcs, let's just say we like a good rumble. We like a good fight. And there's a lot of good land and resources around worth fighting over. Let's just say the orfs. I haven't always been the most chill either. Uh, There's been some tension over the years. Right now, things are pretty chill. For now, again, I'm not actually up to very up to date on the politics. There actually my bosom trouble going on, Uh so we should be careful so, about that, in Varden. Yeah,
1: so really, and wasn't always like like a single unified politically, like one single unified thing. Is that right? Like there were wars between different groups in the jungle. Oh yeah, lots. Okay. Of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? At least that's what I remember over anima sometimes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's a big resource, you know. A lot, of, a lot of weapons, um, like big old racks of weapons, stuff like you'd, you could look through it if you want, I guess. Snow, a lot of snow, rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Dark trouble.
2: <laughs> Love it. Eventually he stops
1: listing things, yeah.
0: Grog is uh, helping set up the camp and he puts Leroy down. As they're all getting things ready, Grilta says, so, yep. also, one key thing, we'll be reaching the top of that mountain in about, depending upon the weather, a day or two. So, I don't know what y'all were needing to do up there, but if you gotta figure things out, this is probably gonna be our securest spot. And if we need to bunker (sighs) down while you plan, I say, get her done. I'm gonna go. And cook dinner oh thanks grilta
1: Greta, i genuinely d- i mean this might go without saying but i don't know what we'd do without you
0: you would be probably lost or dead
1: <laughs> i mean you're not
0: wrong you don't know how many hazards i have avoided for you <laughs> but i know someone who does <laughs> there's a lot of bugs in the jungle just
1: a lot of bugs <laughs> when we left, does anyone remember when we um when we left Garka, We had a conversation about like getting more money so we can pay Grilta. Did we actually do the action of paying her, or have no. we not done that? You were gonna yes, paid on completion. To, paid on completion. Thank you. Sounds good. Yeah.
0: When you, you said when you got to Vardin, you were gonna exchange your gold pieces for silver paper. Right.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. God, I just had an idea. Go for it. Uh, Rainer's got to talk to Leroy. Oh, this is gonna be
0: uncomfortable.
2: Ooh. Okay. Oh, this I is think gonna be um, weird.
0: Leroy, I'm just picturing him. He's just like tied up, you know, hands together, feet together. Those are linked. And Rainer approaches, and he kind of he looks up. He's he's surprised. Does Rainer go with anyone, or is he just kind of like one on one talking?
1: He's gonna talk to them one on one for now. This this is gonna sound like I'm joking, and I'm not. Do you do you need anything right now? Like like extra blankets, or I I it's it, we're in a harsh spot. It's cold. Like you've had enough water. Uh, I I I am being completely serious. I don't want you to get more hurt.
0: Uh, roll camaraderie. I just want to see how cold, pun intended, Leroy is right now. Sure. Definitely a boost. I'll say difficulty. Difficulty three. Okay.
1: Oh, I was feeling good when I saw three successes, but then I saw four failures. So Uh-oh. Yeah, we have a failure with. Three advantages?
0: Oh, spicy. I was having you roll to see just whether Leroy would be, like, upset or not.
1: Which I get, I guess he is if the result gu- was a I failure. I guess he is. Yeah. With, you know, understandable.
0: <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, how oh, nice of you to finally talk to me.
1: That's... Yeah.
0: Thanks. Now that you're, uh... Now that we're up on top of a mountain, you know? A little more chit-chat would have been... Would have been nice. Still your f- friend, I would hope. Yeah. Three advantages. He's not gonna be obsessing over the book. Okay. In the continued conversation. That's pretty good. He's not gonna try to like break out right now.
1: That is also extremely good.
0: You can tell he's like chill. And I will have him not yeah, try to abuse this situation. He's just gonna be kind of okay. upset. So I'll play with that. Yeah.
1: Um Raynor winces at that and he says, Yeah, I mean, you told me you wanted to, you know, abuse my power to get further along in life or whatever so I guess we're both kinda I guess we're both kinda hurt right now listen, I I'm not gonna do the song again, okay? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force you to talk about anything, I'm not gonna I just have something I have to ask you about. Well, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah Rainer's close to crying, um it's not gonna affect the question but I like having that detail for... to visualize it better. The says, Look, I kind of have to put everything aside and focus on our big stupid world saving mission right now. And to do that, we have to get in touch with Hannes Pentis and to... to set him free or to figure some other way out of this mess, I have to know how to do that. And to do that, we were thinking we have to find the writer's assistant and Goldon... And your family has a specific vested interest in knowing about spirits and knowing about the writer and things like that. I want you to help me figure out who the writer's assistant is. I I, I
0: don't need a role for this. I think Leroy perks up. He goes, you do?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been talking to my dad. I've been trying to find out what I can from Goldon, But I mean, well, I was going to say it's a big town, but it's not really a big town. But you know, there's only so much info you can get just from, you know, secondhand chatting with someone. And I, I thought if anyone knows more about spirits and 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 their disguises and stuff in City of Goldon, it's probably you. Hmm.
0: Ooh. Okay. I think this is a big question. I should probably let there be a roll for this. <laughs> um, so I will say, uh, camaraderie again. Difficulty three. Okay. double boost though one for again your your friendship that you've had and another one because I genuinely think that he's intrigued by this so yeah because you set it up well I think it's be rewarded um, also Jake do you feel like Eloise is invested in that question or quiz about the rise assistant I don't think quiz is close enough I think quiz is more interested in the route at this okay. point which is where they're at right now right but I,
3: I think he is I don't think he's paying attention to Leroy
0: okay He's, he's got his own thing.
3: Yeah. And Eloise is... I mean, Eloise was part of the bet, so I think she's probably interested. She actually is not on the bet.
0: Now, oh. she can have joined the bet. I mean, they've been traveling and talking about this.
3: But <laughs> she doesn't know anybody in Goldon. I think that's why she wasn't in the bet in the first place. Yeah. Oh, sure. So probably not as much. I mean, she's interested to know, but I don't know if this question is, like... I don't know if she necessarily cares about, like, Leroy's interest in this question.
0: Oh, sure, sure, sure. So... What'd you get from me?
1: That was extraordinarily good. I got a success with four advantages?
0: Well, well, and well. So in (laughs) that case, the easy answer was success theory goes, I mean, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) let me just say, this mystery has been plaguing my mind ever since we found out about it. Oh,
1: God. I, that, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting because this is great, but that, like stabbed my heart a little bit just now because I instantly had flashbacks of, like, season one shit where they were like, guys, we're gonna do something weird, and all three of them would be like, yeah, let's let's do it, let's go, what's going on? And now it's just a very different, so Jonathan's yep. not here, and, like, the situation's yep. so fucking weird, ugh.
0: I think Lira will say, I'm gonna do a, a triple, I'm gonna lump three of those advantages into one. Love it, love it. I think that'd be good. We'll get to what he says. Okay, so, I know my original bet was on Frank the chef at Shits and Giggles oh, wow wow I and forgot, Chris's bet was that. the cow in the field
3: right yeah
0: yeah yeah. I have I have since changed my mind okay I don't think it's Frank because during one of the previous calls I had with my parents before all this kind of blew up yeah they were again they were they were talking about we gotta okay okay this is gonna this is gonna be weird <laughs> bear with me, I'm sorry, but like, I'm trying, trying to help, they're like, okay, so like, Rainer's the hero, and he's the only one who has free will, and so like, that's important, and we weren't quite sure, like, it was like, oh no, what do we do, you know, like, we've got that part, how does that, because we don't have free will, but then, but then we learned, other people do have free will, and then I was like, okay, is that other heroes, is that other spirits, so I was trying to figure out, what that meant and then I also remembered like who did we all learn hero stuff from like where did we all learn that from we learned that from the reader at library that's where I learned it from and you learned all that stuff from the cabbage guy Oliver yeah that's where you learned it from and so my guess is if you're the hero which it's pretty clear you are the writer would want you to know
1: that so you like would do something. You told us, like, that was a problem, that you didn't do stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a whole... music threatened me over it and everything, yeah. The writer would probably want you, like, do things. And so my guess is it would be someone who's, like, actively pushing you to do stuff. That's my thoughts. <sighs> yeah. That's my two cents. I think, I think Rainer genuinely hadn't thought about it from that perspective before, of, like, the assistant would be someone who's, like, pr- pushing and prodding him in this adventure. But that makes perfect sense, you know? And then here's my other thought, though. And I'm, I'm just going to say this. I
0: don't know how I'm dividing the advantages, but it's just the other thought. <laughs> my other thought so that, 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 that assistant is someone who's trying to push you along, but we haven't been in gold on in months. But I don't think they would just, like, leave you hanging. I think the writer's assistant, if they're doing their job right, would be, like, watching you. Oh, Checking, no. checking in on you somehow. Oh, and they'd no. have to do it in a way without
1: you... Noticing someone that you probably forget about. Oh, my God. Leroy, I I gave up on this theory a while ago, but now now you're making me think it might actually be my dad again. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Okay, I I have a lot to think about. Well, I guess it was too much to hope for that your parents just sat you down at one point and said, son, here's who the writer's assistant is. Nah, they didn't know that kind of stuff. And to be fair... We kind of
0: got like a couple primer lessons in. I got teleported, got a couple phone calls in, <laughs> so like I didn't really get all the tea. But also, they kind of didn't like us finding out you were the hero was kind of like the breakthrough. We they don't know much, sure, unless they're not telling me things. <laughs> hmm, I'm gonna have to think about that.
1: I think uh, are, is Raynor like leaving the conversation? No. Okay, Leroy. I don't want I don't want to be like enemies. I really, really don't want that fuck he doesn't he doesn't know what to say he doesn't know what to maybe he does maybe he does leave and it's just that awkward yeah. like he talked to Leroy about this question, got a ton of information, and then instead of like d- instead of like returning it in any way or like letting him untying his hands or anything like that, he just says that line, which is incredibly uncomfortable, and then he leaves and it just sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I'll have Leroy say one thing and then we'll pop over to Quiz. Okay. Um he says oh, um, I'm doing alright. The the root is pretty warm and Grog's been Grog's been giving me water.
1: So Good. Yeah. Good.
0: Quiz is on the route. What's he looking for? What's he doing? He is looking. He doesn't know what he's looking for.
3: I think I I mean, you made the joke earlier. I don't know if it was on recording, but you made the joke earlier of the, you know, the two wolves inside of you. And I think he's really wrestling with that idea. Maybe not wolves, but he, you know, grew up as a, as a magician. He grew up with magic and has had quite the taste for Mirjik. And he feels a pull from both. They're both a Mm -hmm. part of him Mm -hmm. when he feeds the Mirjik side of him. It feels good, right? But he doesn't like that it feels good.
1: Mm. Understandable.
3: And when he does magic, he feels grounded. He feels powerful, and he doesn't feel that way when he when he buys into Mirejik. He doesn't feel powerful.
1: Mm. Interesting. Interesting.
3: And on the
1: same
0: page, clearly.
3: Yeah, and so I think he's sitting here looking at this bizarre phenomena and he is trying to find a sign he's trying to find Mm. a message he's trying to find something and maybe there there isn't but he's just kind of basking in the warmth of this weird route trying to find some point to
0: to navigate to yeah give me a rationate ration nash
3: or nash
0: haven't done one of those in a while yeah.
3: Russian,
0: Russian give me and a quiz, quiz, Rashidash. Um, the difficulty is going to be. I'm going to let you decide. You can do two or three. If you choose the lower one, the rewards will be some more obvious things. If you do the three, I'll give you some more deeper rewards. Um, I'll give you a boost because of your attuneness to magic, but I think also a setback because of this this other wolf. <laughs> okay. Which difficulty three? He's going for the three. I'm
3: feeling, I'm feeling good about this one. Chris does have a good rash. He does. All right, let's see
1: what we got here. It's an unfortunate place to stop saying that word. (laughs) That's why I said it. My favorite one of those is um inside you there are two wolves one of them is gay the other one is gay you're gay <laughs> i saw one just this
3: morning and it said you've got two wolves inside of you one of them snores khush, shoo, khush, and the other one snores
0: me, 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 me. you shared that one yeah yeah, yeah.
3: it is true it's good <laughs> it's hard to sleep that way so i got three successes and an advantage okay Shit,
1: great all right all right all right uh, this is a good day of rolling you-
3: for Jake. As soon as Jonathan leaves the party. <laughs> yeah.
1: Quiz <laughs> is just like, this is a good
0: route. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some things you observe uh, with the route as it's getting later. The light. It's not, again, not blinding light, but enough that it can fill the whole courtyard. Like you can, almost like a full moon would do. Sure. Um, that you see things clearly. Uh, something you notice, because you're, you're watching it for a while, is that the light and the energy and the warmth has a fluctuation to it. I'm going to say because you succeeded, there is a very clear spike every seven or eight minutes. There's I was going to say there's a very clear message. It comes in
3: letters and says quiz. Don't go towards the light.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. So there's like this this steady rhythm where like every seven or eight minutes there's like a bigger push. And like you only feel it because you're like analyzing this route like you wouldn't feel it if you're farther away but like with your hand you feel like ooh, like almost like a little shiver comes through and the light illuminates a little bit more and it gets just a little bit warmer Um, but even beyond that I'll say with your advantage you can even feel that there's smaller fluctuations within it that again you don't notice unless you're paying attention that there's this smaller almost like pulse to what's going on in here um, with the bigger spikes every now and then I'm gonna say part of the success is, again, you, you truly feel like, yes, there is anima flowing through this. Like, this is a pipeline for it. Um Was Quist there when they went to the fight Duchas situation?
1: Oh, who went on the he super was. secret jungle mission? He was.
0: He was there. Yeah. Rainer and Katrina,
1: for sure. Yeah, you definitely were there. You Quist know that there? it's okay. the same thing. Maybe not
0: the exact same route. Oh, sure. But this is the same thing you saw earlier. Okay, that was tapped to the ball wa you and gave it its magic.
1: Also, I I bumped with my foot in real life the place where I've put all my old item cards, and the one on top is PB and it made me feel the immense guilt that I only do feel whenever I've realized that I haven't mentioned PB in like 10 episodes. So PB yeah. likes the root; He likes flying around it and he lands on it because it's full of warm magic. Yeah. And he he chirps and makes sounds that I will put Actually, in later. Actually, you
0: know what? Chris, I'll give you this then. That's your uh, advantage. Because um, all that stuff was success. Um, right. I'll say. The one advantage is when PB flies over and like gives the chirp. Yeah. Uh, it's louder. Oh. And like... But not like bad. It's like louder and because he's done magic with his chirps before. Yeah, um, yeah. But like you notice, like yeah, being in contact with this root, and like you notice this instantly, right? It fills your DP. It enhances your magic. And so if Quiz hadn't gotten it beforehand, he definitely gets. Oh, that's why this fortress is here. Oh, because this is like yeah, this is yeah, this yeah. is an important thing. Like if you control this, you control power and magic. In this region, at least.
3: The reason I asked you what I was asking you is because I want... I want Quiz to do something. And okay. I don't know how... I don't have a move for it. I don't know what I would do to make it happen. And I don't even know if it's possible. But Quiz feels this radiance of anima coming from this root. Mm-hmm. And he he has this conflict inside of him. He has the feeling that he... He can't keep going without reconciling the two parts of himself.
0: Hmm. Okay.
3: He wants to face conquest.
1: (gasps) What? Oh,
2: shit.
3: And he wants to try and channel anima through himself from the root out of the wand and manifest
0: conquest. Holy shit. Okay. Uh,
1: ha, ha, okay. Next quest season three. Everybody is hitting the apex of their character arcs. <laughs>
0: Quiz. Damn. Give me one more ratiocination. Okay. And, uh, again, I'll give you a boost. Uh, difficulty three, make one a red, though. Okay. Because you're you're trying to do some spicy things.
1: Fuck.
0: No setback on this one. I don't think there's a setback on this one.
3: I got a triumph, you guys. <laughs> what? Fuck. Oh, hold on! I'm not, I'm not touching anything. Take a picture. S- yeah, and the red dye was nothing.
1: Oh, that's good.
3: That's good. Wow. And even after that, it's still an advantage. Like I Love still, I, I, I have a success and
0: advantage and a triumph. Okay. <laughs> then, th- I mean, this do you, I'm assuming you want to use the triumph? Shit. Yeah, I have
3: to. Right? Yeah, not like, saying- it's not possible <laughs> without it.
0: Wow. Okay. Then that's so good. Here's what happens. You're you're realizing that, you're thinking about it. And I think who has the book? Uh it's in Christopher. Okay.
3: I thought. Yes,
1: yes, Quiz kicked it out of the fire and put it into uh Quist- Christopher after it did not burn.
0: You remember the last time you destroyed a murgic item was with a whole heck ton of anima.
1: Yes, yes, okay. it was Jonathan and the pickaxe and um the dagger,
2: alcanethera. It was, it was all a group that effort. shit.
0: And so you come to terms of realizing if you want to destroy this book, you need to destroy it with a bunch of anima. And you've got a pipeline directly to the heart of it <laughs> right here. And you then also realize if you want to destroy the Mirjik in you, it's with the same... Oh, God. ...method. That maybe by doing one, you'd be confronting the other. Okay. Huh. And you can do that by... I mean it's a root It's got bark on it And you don't know how But if you could somehow like Make a hole Make an opening And Maybe shove the wand in Shove the book in Shove your hand Like Just go in Something (laughs) Would happen And I guess with the I'll give you the advantage That's all triumph That's the triumph Of you've Cracked this nut open I'll give you the advantage. Is You put two and two together Probably safest To stick the wand In some kind of hole And point it (laughs) at the book and that that would for sure destroy it, but that it would then create that opening, that conflict, that path to destroy Conquest, and the Muirchik book would then be opened and you'd be in a pretty good position.
3: So you're saying like if Quist if was to like lock and key style, get the wand into the root and charge it and then use that?
0: No, more like create a leak in this root and use the wand as the faucet to... Channel all day. Oh I see.
3: You know what? Okay, I got it. Quis is like reeling from he comes to this and he he runs to Christopher, the bag's just laying down, and he like jumps in head first. Yeah. Picks out the book, and he he stops for a second and looks at Leroy. And then he tosses the book halfway across the courtyard. He picks up Buttercup.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. Where that been? Has that been on Rainers person, or did you put it in Christopher.
1: I, I, I realize this will kind of sound like a retcon, but I think it's fair to say that Raynor is not carrying it on him yeah. when they're at the fort. Maybe yeah. he just set it down somewhere. I think right. yep. no, that my, makes sense, my, that's my vote is that it's fine for Quist to find it somewhere and pick it up. Yep, that's fine. Okay. So, Sweet. so
3: he's like two-handed holding it and just ramming the boss of that shield into the, the bark to try and the create an opening. Bit. Yeah, No, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no the, the boss is the round metal bit on the... Oh. So he tried oh, to, like,
1: oh, dent it. Oh, it's it's the center of the flower.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the, hard,
3: it's the hardest thing on the shield. He's just trying to knock off some bark, create an opening.
0: Yeah. He chose not to use the spear. Yeah, because
3: I, I don't think he wants to pierce it. He doesn't want to hurt it. He doesn't mm. want to impale it. He just wants to reach it.
0: Okay.
1: He's gonna channel into the magic life stream like it's fucking Final I hate Fantasy Seven. But I
0: think that's a strength roll, my guy. Ooh, okay. And I don't think Quist is very good at that. And it is a tough tree. It's gonna be a three. But I will give you a a boost because of the anima in the air.
3: Well, Nathan, you're gonna love this.
0: Oh boy! Is it my favorite?
3: It is your favorite. It's a success with two disadvantages.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Okay. It's not worrying. <laughs> I'm gonna say then you are able to Chris is just going right he's just flailing this shield at this root, and I'm thinking everyone's like eating dinner at this point and they kind of yes. turn and like see what's going on and you are you succeed you are able to get to that anima core
1: hey has anyone seen my shield <laughs> okay I'm
0: gonna I' am going to going to be blunt I'm gonna say that like you shield. happen to get it right when one of the pulses comes through love it so there's a you hit it, you weaken it, and then this pulse comes in, and it kind of flings you back, and you're going to take one point of vitality. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I think that's two disadvantages. You get hurt. Yeah, you fly back and just kind of, like, hit, and you're just going to bruise back. For sure, you get everyone's attention. They're all like, Chris, what's what's going on?
3: He doesn't respond. Now, he does have a metal middle finger now, right? Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yes. So, he... I'm just going to say right now, if it's not already, he changes it and makes sure that the, the dragon spit ring is on that finger. Yeah. Ooh, all right. And he just runs forward and jams the, the Bawaiyu wand <laughs> into that hole and turns around and just like, like a fucking bodybuilder or like an Olympian on the rings in a (laughs) T-pose.
2: Just one
3: hand in the tree, the other giving the hardest fucking bird
0: to this book. Yes. Yes. Quiz,
3: one final
2: roll to seal
0: the episode.
2: Oh my god. I'm gonna need
0: you to roll spellcasting with two, I mean, can I three boosts? Give my man three boosts. You've just tapped into the, the core of magic itself. Uh, what's the difficulty? Can I, hmm... (laughs) <laughs> I want. I don't know if we've ever done this, but I want it to be like two
1: reds or some shit. Like I, I was thinking about that. Um, it was it was probably a couple weeks ago, but I was thinking like, how fucking rad would it be if at some point, like all three of us roll our red die for something?
0: Okay, you know what? I was gonna make it two purples and two reds, but should we do all three reds? I think we should. This is big. <laughs> okay. So somebody, somebody has to roll a blue also. Okay, Jamie, do you want to roll the blue?
1: I will roll a blue and a red.
0: Folks, this Jesus is how we're ending Christ. this episode right here. Yes. Uh, do we
1: want to? Do we want to say the result for the end of the episode, or do we want to leave we'll, it? We'll see what it is. Okay. We'll
0: See what it is, boys. Okay. All right. I can say this right now. My red is blank.
1: My red's also blank.
0: Holy
3: shit! My red has one failure on it. What is the blue?
1: Mine is an advantage. Oh my god! One singular.
3: That's a success with three advantages.
1: Oh, oh, shit! my goodness. <laughs>
0: okay. Quiz. Damn! Your goal with this spell was to confront Conquest or defeat Conquest? Well, I mean, his intention is to defeat Conquest, but I don't
3: think he can... I don't think he would get that catharsis without yes. confronting okay. him.
0: So then here's what I'm going to say happens. Oh, shit. Here's what I'm going to say happens is, Quiz, you have j- you just shoved this Baowaiyu one in, right into this... I think there was like a little leak... Of anima, It's not visual, but like you as a magician, you almost see it. Like that's how well you sense it. You stick it right in there and you feel the strength coursing through your arm. You know, again, you can sense it flowing through your own blood, um, making you physically stronger, making you more mentally capable, emotionally more aware, like just more than 100% of yourself. And as it flows through your, your center half, You get just enough time to extend your arm, point out your metal middle finger with the dragon spit ring on it, and the dragon spit ring itself, you you don't see it do this often, it curls around your finger and, like, perches on the top of your finger and (laughs) opens its mouth as this wall of fire comes shooting out of your fingers and the snow melts around it as this cone, this... Column of swirling fire extends towards this book that's just chilling in the snow, (laughs) and as it it stops right at the book, and you see the book rise upward. It starts floating upward, and and the pages are flipping wildly, and you can see it's starting to burn. This did not happen last time. Right, the pages are crackling. You can see that that there's smoke rising, and Quiz. This is. You are just dead focused on this point. This is what you see. You're staring down the barrel of this fire at the book as it's. You can. It almost seems like it's screaming. You don't hear it, but that's the kind of. It's like shaking, like an agony. And everyone else is watching. They're all staring. I mean, everyone. No one is eating at this point. They are just in awe. I think <laughs> Leroy is frozen like the implication he, he, that
1: we're still sitting down like near our food is so funny yeah. to me
0: <laughs> and quiz as you look down the barrel of this flame almost on the other side of the book you see someone who looks just like you ah there it is and he says hold this Hey, Questies, it's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 36 of season three. And boy, what a spicy one that was. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, as always. Especially, I hope you enjoyed that music. Who here loves Jamie's music? I mean, come on. That's killer stuff. That's a banger. That takes our show from a 9 to a 12, at least. Uh, The reason I mention and highlight Jamie's music right now is because there's another album out. Album 10 is out for your listening enjoyment. Uh, it's called It's All Fun Games Until You Kill a Guy. <laughs> and it, uh, takes all the music from the second half of the Ba arc saga chunk of episodes. Uh, so that includes some sneaking around and the, the Ba all the stuff that has to do with the little concert and the show that Jonathan Grog and Nabil put on, which includes, of course, their titular song, You Have Got to Meet Him, uh, with an instrumental version as well, and all the other stuff through the end of the bawaiow. Lots of great tracks. Highly recommend you check it out. Uh, it's only $1 if you want to purchase and download the songs. Otherwise, you can just listen to them for free on Bandcamp. You can find an easy link to that by going to our website, kqpodcast.com. Click on that music button, and all 10, all 10 albums will be right there for your viewing pleasure. Also, while you're on kqpodcast.com, you should click on the GORF BALL button and register yourself or your team for our GORF BALL tournament. The tournament will be held on August 20th. Uh, in Fridley. All the details and information are online. It is official. Last year's champions, the Shadow Daddies, have already registered and are prepared to defend their title. Will you challenge them? Don't worry. You don't need to have a whole team of three people. As long as you want to be there, just sign up for yourself. and We'll plug you into a team on the day of, depending upon you know, how many registrations are and who shows up. Or if you've got a friend, you can sign up for two. Or if you've got two friends, sign up for three. And they don't even have to listen to Night's Quest. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a very exciting time. That's good food. Night's Quest themed food. Good fellowship and friendship. And Night's Quest stuff. And of course, some Gorf Ball. So please sign up for that. KQPodcast.com. Get yourself registered. Again, another thing you can do when you're at KQPodcast.com. It's like on the Patreon button. Oh my goodness, it's all on the one website and it's crazy. And our patrons are getting a lot of good stuff. Uh, for example, next month they will be getting a golf ball related sticker to our Better Tier patrons. Uh, so if you want to get on a golf ball sticker... Join this month so you can get it. Uh, We're also doing bonus content episodes. The newest one was of me reading some world-building stories about Palladum. It was a chiller episode, relaxing fun, but we've also got tons of other episodes for you to listen to by heading over to Patreon. So thank you to all of our current patrons for all of your support, and the big shout-out, of course, to our better-tier patrons, Lauren Grace, Mike, those dang high elves again, and Lowell, long may he reign. Thank you for your support. You've really helped make this show possible. Head on over to com, click Patreon, and join the ranks. All right, this has already been a long enough episode, so I'm going to stop talking. Uh, go, just head over to our website and just do something there. There's all kinds of things for you to do over there. And, of course, the next episode will be up in at the end of the month. We're looking at July 29th, and may your place in history be long. Those
3: are always oh my, my favorite God. when Jamie adds like a musical rise and then it just <laughs> stops. Like you start describing. So, there was one in particular in season two that absolutely slayed me. The, where It was such a serious tone and you started and there's a.
1: <laughs> the, the I think brass, you did that. Boy, boy, boy. Yeah. The brass section is my best friend on GarageBand because it's really good for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. attempt. Yep.
0: Attempt three.